Welcome to Story Arc. This is a podcast where I develop story arcs with the help of guests and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I'm Trevor Sutton. Let's create. And we're live! Alright, so, let's get us caught up. We are Season 2, Raven Queen, Episode 8. So far on the story, Tatiana has recruited Sarag, the drunk, lush dragon, and continues to search for what's left of her old raven slash fey army. Aurora has joined a group of Viking squirrels uh, and is now raiding after being traumatized by an emotional vampire which has ensued itself inside the unbound um, group with the engineer Darren Giorgio and old man Karachity. Um, and at the, at the gorge, after the uh, frogs chased them, they were separated. Uh, another part of their group was separated. That would be Althea, Vernon, Hoyler got separated. They, they got captured by the frogs. They went through the frog coliseum and uh, escaped with Trippy and Stompy, two of the uh, frogs made to go through the tr uh, or to, to fight in the coliseum. And they are all on their way to the Shadow Summit. It looks like uh, Hoyler and Maria Bertali, one of the other people inside the Unbound Caravan, are uh, uh, emotionally hooked up, uh, but have been separated, which is giving Hoyler a, a good reason to head back towards the Shadow Summit instead of quitting and, and not going towards this whole war thing. And that's right, Maria Bertoli is along with the uh, the Unbound, with the Engineer and Old Man Crotchety, the uh, Finger Neutral. And I think that gets up. And today with me, joining us for today's fun event, is our guest. Sebastian. All right, welcome, Sebastian. And with that, let's make some fun or something. I don't know, I'll probably edit the crap out of that. That was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now now go ahead and, and uh, go crazy. If you got stuff you, you want to discuss, if you got characters you want to build if you have uh, uh plot holes and whatever that you say doesn't work but we need to build something this way anything you want to do it all starts now well you know i've been i've been looking about this stuff and as i've been going along the story of of the coliseum with the frogs and and the escaping of everybody trying to get to one place yeah um i haven't heard in much a whole lot about assassins Oh, you know, I, um, I kind of came up with something <clears throat> and jailbone. I had a, I had a character. I wanted to call him jailbone. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that because he unfortunately, uh, found his, his fun inside the jail? Don't go, no. near, don't go near him. He jailbones you. No, actually it's quite opposite. <laughs> what does Jailbone do? And I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> jailbone is not in jail. Jailbone is actually an assassin from ancient... He was created from ancient bones. Yeah. From some wizard in the future, in, in the past. And as he kills his uh, uh, victims... Yeah. Or his... His, his targets, targets, his marks. There we go. His yeah. marks. Um, he consumes the bones of the people that he killed and, and takes their abilities or, or something from them and, and consumes them into his own body. Holy crud. So maybe he takes like their special, um, Oh, Oh, but he has to yeah. eat. Does he have to eat the whole body or do you think just a piece? Just the bones. He absorbs the bones through the skin. 
Oh. Like the, the bones actually, uh, he, the person drops. Yeah. Oh, so after he knows, kills them? Nobody knows why the person drops, but turns into a puddle of just a rubber suit, looks like. Oh, so it's like a sack of skin and meat? Yeah. Oh, dude. And he absorbs the bones. Dude. Okay. Okay. So he can't be... Okay, that's not part of our scenario with the wizard and raising that stuff, which is fine. Because what you've created here is an, an alternate fourth party. Okay, Sebastian? And this okay. is going to be awesome. So I think what's going to happen here... and. Uh, I'm, uh, is there any other reason why Jailbone is his name? No. I also I had another name for him. Yeah. Nephoma. 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 Okay. So here's what's up. I like the idea of this dude, of of Tatiana recruiting this dude because he's like hella strong, hella powerful, but he's kept in uh, maximum security prison because every he's basically you know what he can be, Sebastian is like a Russian or a uh, uh, whatever. He's one of those gang members in there, but he's used to kill people inside the jail cell, inside the prison. Do you get okay. what I'm saying? I like the idea of Jailbone, of him being this, and Tatiana releasing him just because she wants someone super powerful on her side. Now, this dude, so we're going to go into this, basically she's going to gather all these unbound, okay? And this dude's going like, whatever. He, he just wants to get away from it. Maybe he just wants to not deal with the, the, the gangs and the, everything else. But, it, you know, he likes, I, I don't know, whatever. Um, what's going to happen is, is during the fight and everything, everybody's going to make it through, all this stuff's fought. And, and Jailbone, okay, is going to saunter in after everybody else is gone, okay? Okay. I think he can be like this, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he can get recruited by Oberon. He comes in after everybody left, and then everybody's picking up because after the uh, the Unbound go in, the uh, fingernail trolls go in and blow stuff up. And since Jailbone, we can make him like a mercenary slash assassin, and uh, and he and he doesn't even care anymore. He just goes through because he doesn't give two craps anymore. He he knows he can't do anything here on Earth. He's gonna get killed or put back in jail. So Pretty well, much, might yeah. as well go back. And Oberon recruits him on the other side, or you know, or doesn't kill him and sees what he is and goes, "Hey, I'll hire you." And the guy goes, "I don't care, sure." You know what I mean? Because he's like <laughs> yeah. a, like a like an assassin for hire. Yeah, dude, that's that's sick. That's sick, and it's and that means Oberon can actually have somebody on his side, and he's gonna send. Um, this dude, and he's not going to, oh, because this dude doesn't know about the shadow demarcation, right? No, no, no. He's, he's strictly in the area. Right. So what happens is, is he, Oberon can tell him, hey, head on over to this area and go, uh, go kill a few people for me. Go kill, go kill Queen Tatiana for me. Because he doesn't know he's going to get killed by the shadow, uh, consortium. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, he, uh, so... Oberon's thinking he's got this guy wrapped up like this, or does something in that direction, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Sebastian, that's awesome. So what are the particulars? Okay, so you say he absorbs bones. Well, the reason why I say he absorbs bones is because it's the infrastructure of a human being. Yeah. Okay, it, it's it's what makes the person... It, it's your, your body would be able to move without bones in your body. Right, right. You'd be a pile of meat. Right. Okay, so... so when he absorbs the bones, it actually makes him stronger. Makes his bones kill. more dense and everything? Yeah. It, it basically um, – and it, it gives him more abilities. His, his – uh, Dude, that, that could be another thing is, is as he absorbs the bones, his bones become more and more dense, like metal almost. Well, they do, but they also – they're also able to create, okay? Okay. 
he can actually take bones. He can either well, he can either uh, absorb the bones into his body, or mm -hmm. he can absorb the bones into a uh, uh, familiar. Well, I don't think we're going to go that direction, only okay. because it would make things kind of funky. Um, but I like the idea of his bones getting stronger when he does it, and also he absorbs um, something of their ability. I don't think it should be... I just think it should be, like, um, a stronger density. Yeah, I think so, too, because him just uh, just him sucking out somebody's bones would be kind of freaky enough as it is. And then also, on top of that, like his bone structure is more dangerous, so when he punches you or when he hits you with his head, it's like getting hit with a metal bar. So he's dangerous, and he can't really get hurt. He's got armor on the inside, almost like an exoskeleton. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's freaky. So <clears throat> what else should this guy do, then? Well, I thought of a flaw for him, though, too. What's that? Because he has to absorb the bones to make his bones stronger, his bones actually deteriorate after a certain period of time. Oh, so he's you know, got like a calcium problem? He absorbs yes, and uses up the calcium has, way too fast? Yeah, he has to absorb it because, you know, over a period of time, because nobody knows how old this guy is. I mean, he, he doesn't age like normal. Well, what's going to happen, though, in, in this iteration, this version of him, okay, is I like the idea. But the the age thing I don't think is going to happen. I think, but I like the idea of him having to. He has to do this. He has to go through and absorb calcium. Yeah, that's freaking sick. <laughs> There's uh, certain forms of cancer, bone cancer, which will do that. So maybe we can make it so that that's the reason he did this is because he has bone cancer. Well, I was looking up a bone cancer called uh, uh, shark bone. Yeah. And it's very brittle. It's it, uh, when people are born, the bones are so brittle. Uh, think of uh, glass. Oh, okay, yeah. He starts off as glass in a sense. Yes, but he later realizes that he can. He 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 can absorb. He got, well, he can absorb through anger too. I mean, he he gets emotional, and he and he and he just uses that to absorb the bones through the people. From the people, yeah, and and he, all of a sudden he can walk, and then he kills another person and doesn't realize he did it, and then all of a sudden he can run. Yeah, he's a little bit stronger, and each time, yeah, and I, I guess we can make it so that it lasts. The bone density will last for a certain amount of time, maybe like a couple months to a year. So he's got to do it. In fact, he's gonna be almost another. <laughs> he's an assassin, and he's gonna man, and with a serious flaw, so he has to continue killing. Yeah, Bashan, that's <laughs> sick. And he's gonna ch oh, oh now, man, yeah. And I don't, I don't like Nefaria, Nefoma for that one. No, I, I do like, like the jailbone. I like jailbone, Sebastian. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. And then okay. So this dude's gonna have okay. So I think he should definitely be some kind of like mercenary slash assassin for hire. So he's gonna get across after everything's kind of gone through, or maybe he gets captured. Um over on the uh, by fairies and they kind of saw what he did and took him to Oberon. Well, I, I had another thing too on that? that onto that is that because of his flaws. Okay. Yes. He he wasn't able to kill anybody at one point for a certain period of time, so he met this guy, Oberon, which gave him targets so he could assassinate people within a contract. I think like Oberon hires him. Right? Yeah, but then he keeps his contract, and and once he signs the contract, he's never gonna let him go. 
And then Jawbone's trying to get free from him because he doesn't want to do it anymore, in a sense. Well, I, I don't think he's going to know about um, Oberon. Oberon's a fae, and they, they kind of look down on uh, Unbound. But I think in this instance, Oberon feels like he can use this Unbound to get into uh, good graces with uh, the Unbound and then Tatiana. Okay. Okay, and that way he can be like uh, an assassin so much. And so when he gets close enough to, uh, to Tatiana, he's going to try and, and debone her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jailbone just went to another level. Oh, my uh-huh. God. <laughs> Why? The bone, he, I'm the bone lord. Bone level. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. Okay, so this guy... This guy is going to be awesome. So he's. I think he. I think he should. I think he should be captured by Oberon, and Oberon's going to use him as the maybe as a like a plan C. We'll see if this works. I'm going to set this guy on on Tatiana. Maybe Oberon says he can cure him. Oh, but there is no cure for him. Well, he there could be. Well, the thing is, he... is, is that Oberon's a fae, and he can he can affect uh, magical reality. He can he could probably cure him. Um, well, that he knows of yet. He doesn't know. If there's a cure out there, but he says there is. Right. So this guy goes, oh, okay, Oberon can cure me. Heck yeah, I will debone uh, Tatiana for that. Yes. Man, okay, so that's going to really drive him to get out there and do that. Now, um, he's going to need a way to get over there. He's going to need, um, let's see here. So maybe he can get outfitted up. Maybe that's what uh, Oberon could do is like outfit him with like some really good gear too. It's like get over there. Well, because you don't want him looking like... He was able to. Skeletor and everything, you know. <laughs> but either way, that's uh, that uh, an assassin for hire. I think that's going to be fantastic. Um, the uh, I, I I truly like that concept, Sebastian. That was uh, spot on. Um, well, you know, I've been I've been listening. I have been listening to the podcast, and I, I'm just like, there's there's so many mercenaries. There's so many innocents. There's so many people that are just regular but have powers, and and they're just trying to make a living, you know. You haven't heard anything about, you know, assassins for hire because certain things weren't getting done and, you know. Well, that and this this offers that. We can have another thing yeah. coming in. I mean, it, it's truly it's wholly possible this guy could have made it in and and maybe fought off a couple dudes and then Oberon, well, well hang on a second here. How about I, how about I hire you instead of killing you? And the guy goes, "Where did this guy come from?" <laughs> Why not? And he goes, "Maybe I can cure you." And the guy goes, "Well, I'll definitely do anything you want then." Uh, that's such a that's such a good idea. It's not even funny. What do you think about a deposed army? So Tatiana has some leftover army over here at either the Shadow Summit or outside of it, and they're just basically Fey with no home. What would they? What do you think they would be doing? Well, it depends on where they're at. I mean, are they just sitting in an, an attended area, or or what? Well, I mean, I think so. They fought this giant battle. They got the butts okay. handed to them. And Tatiana just took off. So got basically got transported to Earth as a as a raven and got stuck there. Okay. And and right. they're and they they're like, okay, Queen's gone, we got nothing else we gotta do. So they book out of there as ravens, right? Okay. Um, but they got you know, some of the number got decimated in the in the battle. But they returned back to the, the Shadow Summit as ravens. And I think they would kind of form their own colony and do their own thing and trade inside the Fae Summit and, and kind of figure out their own stuff. Um, and adapt to living conditions, you know. Yeah, and I think I'm just trying to think of what what do you think they would set up there, though. Well, I mean, if they were going to have families, if they decided to, you know, make the population bigger, yeah, 
they'd build homes, they'd build shops, they'd build build you know necessities. They'd probably farm too to farm fairy berries. Yeah, you know, like uh, doing the berries and um, ma- just making what they need to survive. Dude, and then they're gonna sell fairy berry wine on the black market. <laughs> And that's how these Viking <laughs> squirrels got a hold of this crud. But that very, very wine is going to be super expensive. Yeah, like you, like you get a thimble full of it. That's all. That's it. Like oh, that's, that's all you need. need. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So. For different physio- physiologies, it does different things. For humans, it well, gets them get... drunk forever. For the dragon, it gets them super drunk for like a regular alcohol, but it takes a lot less. And that's why Sarog was drawn to it because she likes being drunk. So she, so she, you know, gets basically bought off by a keg of, of fairy berry wine. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what about the toad? Have the toads come in? What do you mean? Have the they fairy come berry in? wine? No, the toads don't do have anything to do with the, the fairy berry wine at all. Okay. Um, but they, they basically, uh, they get stopped by the gorge, and I don't think they chase after. Um, uh, Hoyler and his group for uh, for very long because they have Stompy and Stompy's pretty intimidating. I don't think they're gonna sit there and try and chase it like crud, and they're gonna want to repair their damages after losing that. Um, yeah, but but Stompy, uh, Hoyler, and those other guys they have to get back to the Shadow Summit, and they're gonna go through some. They've got to go through some stuff too to get over there. So they're probably gonna, they're probably gonna go through a few uh, scenarios on on the way to there. Um, meeting place because Hoyler wants to get back to to Maria Bertoli. Okay. So they're All in right. love. So and she's on. She's with the other group, and they're basically either already there. Huh. Honestly, I think they settled down and they got really comfortable, mainly because she, they they be, I think they believe that Tatiana ditched them. Yeah. Just or it doesn't matter. They left, but but they created their own little. Uh, maybe they created their own little village. They created their own little world, and, you know, I mean, they have magical powers, so they can make everything work. They can yep. protect their people. Probably built up a walled city so nobody else yeah. can get in. You know, an invisible city. Made fake Kingdom 2.0 type of deal? Yeah, pretty much. 2.1, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they found a isolated location, you know? Yeah. I, I'm thinking, like, a deserted island or, or something that looks really oh. gross and trashy. Because, so that nobody will go anywhere near. But what they built underneath the, the circle, the, the force field, or whatever it is they have, yeah. Because they have the power to do that, they created their own beautiful city. Something they feel comfortable with. Oh. It's like a leaf bug. They disguise themselves as a leaf. As a leaf. Right, so they've created this hidden city. on. An, I like the idea of it being on an island, too. And that way they can stop if somebody tries to come at them or whatever. And they can still visit the, the shadow demarcation for um, supplies and anything else they need to do. Um, and if they're off the island, so maybe maybe their uh, their little thing is, it only extends to the island itself. Yeah. Um, therefore, they're outside the, the shadow demarcation or just outside of it. Well, they could have built underwater tunnelways, too. Yeah. Because they're on an island. One, they I don't, I don't a... think there's any there's any need for one though. Uh, I mean, if they have everything on the island and they're not really going to reproduce, that's that's left up to the Great Mother. Um, it's a giant. Basically, when when a fae dies, their their particulates go up and get recycled, and they get kind of mixed up with all the other dead fae particulates. And when they need new fairies, they poop out more. 
Oh, so they reproduce asexually, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bloop. Yep. Okay. So I, I like this idea of they having this the, a fey island, okay? Uh, fey Kingdom 2.0. And maybe it's even, you know, similarly structured, because just that's how they're used to doing things, so they're going to do it that way. It was probably made, you know what? It's going to be this big tree place, too, because they were they were ravens before that, so they settled as ravens. And they're going to come into this thing and, and, and do a lot of the stuff. So they're going to get turned back into Fae. And their place is basically going to be built for ravens, though. Okay. I think that's well, cool. Well, I mean, and, and back to the actual island, though. It, I think it should be like a desecrated island. A desecrated? Like, no, no. Oh, desert. Like desert. Nothing grows there. It looks like crap, you know, well, to the... throw people off, you know. Oh, you mean making like an illusion or something? So that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the actual island is not. Well, here's the thing. Um, when when uh, Queen Tatiana gets turned into a, a fey again because Malachi dies, that's when the curse is broken. So you got to remember, they don't have magic. They've been ravens this whole time, so they can't really. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not going to be able. In okay. fact, in fact, our earlier discussion, I, I, they're just going to live on this island as ravens is what's going to happen. Um, but okay. they will turn as soon as they turn into Fey, though. They're going to be able to adjust their living style fairly quickly since they have access to magic again, once again. Yeah. So, um, and I and I like the idea of them keeping it secreted. Um, maybe people don't like visiting it because the, the uh, ravens are very aggressive on this island because it's the Fey and they don't want people coming over to them. Um, I, but an island off the peninsula of Italy, I think is that's that's fantastic, and they have yeah. they have made it their own. That's awesome, and uh, and Tatiana is going to get word of this through the uh, Shadow Summit. Hey, you know your your, your Raven army's over here. Go find them out. Yeah, and maybe she has to visit a tavern or whatever because the the old general of her army runs the local tavern. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we need fairy berry wine because you know there's a dragon that needs it. Bruh. Excessively. Excessively. <laughs> oh my god. Bring about twenty barrels. We'll be good. <laughs> what would happen if that dragon drank drank two barrels by by at, at the same time? Well, in the case of a dragon, uh, instead of being drunk forever, it would just make her super like it's regular alcohol to the dragon, but just way, way, way more potent. So she'd be super drunk for a lot less. So she can stay drunk for a lot longer. Not to mention she's lustful. So exactly that perceives a problem for any male-oriented person. <laughs> yes, or especially same. if you remember now too, all the humans and everything else are now fairy-sized. So squirrels look like regular-sized people. Oh my god. Which means the dragon is basically the size of a mountain now. <laughs> Don't okay. hurt me. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm innocent. <laughs> so it's it's I mean there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like size differences and things that are kind of weird going on too, so. Yeah. Pretty pretty dang crazy stuff. <laughs> Have you thought of any other characters you'd like to bring in on this? Anything that that uh, uh piques your interest? Well, I wanted to talk about the architect, but that has nothing to do with Raven Queen. It doesn't matter. It can. Um, but since you, well, I mean, you, you said it doesn't matter what we're talking about, but I wanted to go along lines of the architect. Yeah. Because of the fact that, that in landscape, Addison would, would, 
draw something, tear it, and then appear there. Yes. I was. I didn't want to go along the lines of father, but a relative. Well, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. There, there's a whole. There's a whole bunch of people out there that can be affected by this thing. What's the What's the particulars of this character that you thought about? So the architect is a is a person that has grown up in in a big city, huge city. Yeah, and has and and realized that as a kid he was building sandcastles more advanced than than the regular kids, or he was building um, when he was in grade school he was doing sculptures. Of buildings and, and and structures that that elevated things or um, they wouldn't make things apart exactly that were inhabitable. You know, he built stuff. He built a house for his dog as yeah. a kid. You know, and then as he got older, he got into his late twenties. He he became an actual architect because well he, he started going to school for architecture, but then he started drawing plans. And he understood the uh, structure of, of building with with all the designs and everything. The essence he, of structure. Yes, the essence of structure. And and he started creating. And then all of a sudden, uh, his dad's wood shop in the back. He went back there and just started looking at the stuff. And then stuff started <coughs> moving. Stuff started moving. <clears throat> breaking apart. And... and, and you know, piecing itself together because he's looking, he's got a picture in his mind that he wants to make something better for his parents. So his house, the house he's living in starts building on his own house and building on his own house. And his dad's trying to figure out what's going on, you know? Yeah. And so instead of a one story apartment, him, him, his mother and his father live in, it's now a two-story apartment. I mean, two-story house with a huge backyard. You know. <clears throat> well, let's let's um, let's conform this because again, you got to work within the, the confines of the story. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I think with him uh, controlling structure material, um, I think it'd be detrimental to a lot of stuff around. Um, he would have to steal from other structures and stuff, which would cause a lot of issues storyline-wise um, and, and causing things. Uh, what if he were able to just create a structure for as long as he concentrated on it? You mean like the engineer? Um, no, the engineer has to use physical things and put them together, and then they stay together and work as uh, engineerly, uh, well, engineer, mechanically as he believes they should. Um, this, the engineer can, or the uh, architect can create structures. Um, I don't know. Oh, I mean, from like, like surrounding things. I mean, that would be one of his flaws. He'd have to take something from a building yeah. to make something else <clears throat> is what I'm getting at. You know, okay. he'd have to understand, oh, okay, I can't take that from there. Because that's what's holding the building up. So he would end up going to lumber yards and stuff, and or or yeah, just... but I mean, a psychic contractor is kind of funky, okay? It is. And and we can have people build houses, but also that would be kind of 
I like uh, there's something there's something about it. It's really cool. I just don't know. Uh, he needs to be developed along some some different lines. Um, okay. But. Uh, <laughs> it it's a work in progress. I mean, it's it's not. Yeah, I, I I like Jailbone though. I I I'll tell you right now. I think Jailbone's freaking awesome. Well, I was thinking about Jailbone all all night last night, and I was just like, this is pretty. I I'm hoping he's gonna like this. <laughs> no, I, I freaking love it. What kind of adventures do you think you can get cut on? Um. So maybe he's oh. I think he's, he should he's... have a history though first. He should, but I know he's gonna track down. He's gonna start tracking Hoyler, and he's gonna meet up with the frogs, and he's gonna to torture them to, uh, or or find a way to uh, convince them to tell him which way they went. And he's gonna he's gonna track down Hoyler and his group, and harass them. Okay. I think that sounds really cool, actually. So he's gonna first probably uh, walk into the, uh, well, oh yeah, but history. He needs something. He needs to have a reason to be really despondent and not want to be on Earth and go. Okay, I'm just gonna to go to the Fey Realm anymore. Okay. So, Jailbone. Uh, what kind of what kind of person do you think this guy is? Well, the fact that he absorb that he absorbs bones. Yeah. I think he should he should for the most part look normal. Yeah. But have certain. Um, well, we've already got a thing where he has cancer and it replaces that or densifies his bone. He doesn't have to have extra bone yeah. structure or anything. And him looking like, but I think he should um, be part of some kind of gang or something. He like when he's younger, he's gonna find out his ability, and somebody's gonna see that he can do this thing. Okay, and they're gonna pull him under their wing, and he's gonna become an assassin for this um, for this gang. What kind of gang do you think he should be part of? Well, if he, I mean, the fact that he could instantly kill somebody, I, I, I'm more, I'm more thinking along the lines of a uh, mob, like a hitman. You think maybe like an Italian mob or something? Like an Italian hitman, yeah. For the Italian mob, that sounds kind of cool, actually. See him in a pinstripe, pinstripe tie and everything. Yeah, like Dick Tracy. <laughs> Are we, oh, yeah, wearing like a trench coat or something? Yep. Okay, so the other thing is, too, is he's going to... Uh, so how does he get in jail? Because he's got to be you know, pretty good at what he does. So as a kid, he's like Mr. Glass, finds out he can absorb people, gets stronger. Uh, somebody picks him up and says, okay, you're going to be part of the mob. <clears throat> so maybe maybe he should be actually Italian, and maybe this should, this should be in Italy. I think he, I think honestly, he purposely goes to jail. For, oh, you think for so? One of his mark, for one of his marks. Because he's that committed. Yep. And then he gets put in what solitary confinement, or maybe, um, maybe even the mob thinks he's getting too powerful and sets him up yeah. to get killed or get put in confinement for the rest of his life or get put on death row. Yeah, because they're afraid of what, what'll happen if they can't deliver his their part of the bargain. Yeah. Oh, or, or maybe he just God. wants to take over. So they they set him up. So now he's like in confinement for the rest of his life. And yeah. it has okay. So what are some of the limitations here? Because these people got to be able to put this dude in prison without getting killed by him. Well, I mean, he's gonna be in an, a, a airtight 
cell. Well, it doesn't have to be airtight. I think um, it has to be skin-to-skin contact, don't you think? Yeah. So he's yeah, got to be able to affect them. He's got to be able to touch them skin-to-skin. Yeah, and I'm thinking uh, uh, kind of a Hannibal Lecter kind of ca- cage. Or it's got kind of like glass, so nobody can touch him. And if you do yeah. touch him, you got to you got to wear full visor, full everything, so that, so he can't touch your skin. Yeah, uh, that way you can know where he's at too. Yeah, like the like I said, the Hannibal Lecter cage, the uh, prison cell. Yeah, so it's like a a, a a clear plastic screen or whatever, a glass screen. Oh yeah. Okay, so he's gonna get caught by by the Italian police. Um, and they're going to be, he's not going to be able to suck them out because they're going to be like SWAT type team. Okay. Um, they're going to figure out what he can do, or maybe he gets more, maybe his marks in prison, like you said, and, uh, he's going to get captured in there too. He's thinking, well, I can escape easy enough. I'll just, you know, debone everybody. Um, so I think like once he, do you think, I think it just has to be like a full grab of the arm and then it's in it. And, uh, I'm thinking it has to be of the palm of his hand. Yeah. Because the palm of his hand is uh, a bigger surface and he has to absorb. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's his control point is through the palm of his hand. So he has to grab him. And, and uh, so what do you think? Do you think it slowly takes the bones from that point? So like maybe if he grabs him by the arm, the first thing that go is that arm bone and then, and then the rest of the bones go with it or should it be just completely instantaneous? I'm thinking he has to grab them by the neck. Oh Yeah. Mainly because that's where the nervous system starts. Well, I'm not worried about the nervous system. I'm worried about the the, the bone structure. And, and and does it come out all at once, or is it? Do you think it comes out a little bit I, at a time? I think it's a slow process. Not like super super slow, but you know, it, it's it, it takes a good like five minutes, five ten minutes. Yeah, that'd be pretty awful, actually. So this guy's mm. got to have some kind of uh, some kind of background in in subduing people. Yeah, like he's able to talk to somebody, you know, or 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 you know, uh, he knows some kind of martial art or jujitsu, whatever. He can break an arm, subdue you, so you can't move, and then you know have his have his yeah, or and have his time with you because five minutes is a lot of time to 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 take bones out of people. Not only that, it, it sounds like it'd be excruciatingly painful. You're right. Huh. But either way, um, I, I yep. like that he's part of the Italian mob. Um, cause... I just had an idea. What's up? So, so instead of instead of absorbing through the palm, like I said, yeah, it it uh, it come the bone disintegrates through his pores and then re. Oh, it comes out like an air, and he breathes it in or something. Yeah. Like, takes it in? So, instant deboning? Yeah. Vaporizes their 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 bone? That'd be kind of freaky. Yeah. But he has to physically touch him first, though, because his, his palms... Yeah. And then once he breathes in... Yeah. And then he would absorb it through his hand. How about that? Either way, man. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of freaky. <laughs> so it's gonna be a super fast thing. I think that's. I think that'd be better too. <clears throat> yeah. But he's got to have full control of his subject. Is I mean they've got to be like, you know what I mean? Just get him in a full Nelson. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah, um. 
which would leave some kind of either Greek Roman wrestling or whatever background, which is cool. We can we can work with that, and it works really well, Sebastian. And I think it adds another little another little line of, of flavor to the uh, to the story too, where he's hunting down everybody. So he's definitely I like the idea of a, of a mob tracker, so he can actually track people through. For, I mean that's what he he does. He tracks people down and then he subdues them and 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 takes their bones, the the jail bone. And he's and that's one of the things. That's why he's known as Jailbone because he's so devoted to capturing his mark for the mafia who has taken care of him because they've allowed him to because he's got that bone cancer. He's dying, um, and they they've kind of covered up for him to be able and given him a way to absorb bone on a regular basis by giving him marks. Right. That's awesome. Right. So uh, he's been known to be so dedicated to this. He's gone to jail several times for it and escaped. But how has he escaped, though? Well, that doesn't matter. On this time, he didn't escape. He got put in solitary confinement, and he's realized that the uh, the the mob the mob you know, some maybe maybe one of his buddies or the guy that originally brought him in there uh, figured he's getting too strong, too much support, and and decides to get rid of him. Okay. Yeah, that actually that sounds amazing. And that way, when he when he gets to the portal and all the stuff has happened, and he's alive and he's fighting these Fey, and he's like, you know what? I don't even want to be here anymore. I don't care if I die. I'm dying anyways. So he either jumps to the portal or the Fey capture him and bring him through the portal, and they tell Oberon what he's able to do, and Oberon goes, well, maybe I can hire this dude. That's true. Yeah. He goes, maybe I can fix you. Yeah. So we'll get to that point where he can. Yeah, I like that a lot. I also had another idea on something, though. What's that? Um, because because people like this usually have someone that's dear to them. Yeah. Okay. Like like a girlfriend or or someone that has inspired them to keep going in life. Oh. But. Yeah. Um. A struggle happened within the area, and he accidentally killed her you know it doesn't even have to be that way bro I, I, no no, no i know that's a fret, no that's freaking phenomenal because just because somebody's pissed off at him from the mob this guy is probably pretty hardcore about it okay yeah um and he wouldn't really care about some, you know he'd go there take care of business and then take over the mob I, at least i think i would that's what i would do i mean personally yeah. but if this mob dude got a hold of his girlfriend and maybe sent him her pinky or you know some way of saying she's dead and yeah. you can stay where you are if you come this way there's no reason for you to come out now or whatever. He just doesn't care anymore. The mob killed her girl, his girlfriend. Or maybe he wants revenge, but he just doesn't... I don't but know. yet she's still alive and comes out later on the, on the line. <laughs> on the mob boss's arm. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're, they're keeping her captive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because something happens. She ends up doing something else for them or, or whatnot. We can... Probably or maybe they're just afraid he's going to come back, and so they keep her as kind of collateral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is which would be super smart. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and then so he's gonna he's gonna get over there. Oberon's gonna hire him, and he's gonna go after them through the frog area. I think that would be freaking cool, and basically debone some frogs until they're like afraid of him, and they point him in the right direction. Oberon's gonna give him the power uh, to access the common tongue, yeah. so he'll be able to talk to everybody, which is gonna make things a lot easier for him, and scary because you know, uh, 
<laughs> gonna come ho- come did... over. Yeah. Dude, dude, this is this is awesome. Um, deboning frogs. Yes, love it, <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And then he's got like the, like like he like he just straight walks up into the frog village and then holds the the frog queen by her throat and says, you know, tell me what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna treat you like your little guards I just did. Because he can control if he wants to absorb or not. Yeah. And okay. dude, all their all their weapons and stuff. We can make them so they're made out of bone, right? Like teeth and stuff. So when oh, when they try and stab him with it, it just deteriorates because he absorbs it. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that didn't work at all. Wait, wait, wait. That's a family heirloom. You son of a... <laughs> yeah, taking like, like maybe like if he runs up against like hermit crabs and stuff, he can absorb their shells. It's just pure calcium. Man, that's... Grandpa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty cool. So he's gonna go through there. The frog's gonna point him in the right direction, and he's gonna harass these people or use them to guide him to the shadow summit. Okay, that actually sounds badass. Yep, and in, all in the hopes of Oberon curing him and sending him back to get revenge uh, for the mob killing his girlfriend, wife, whatever, who's not actually dead. She's just being held captive. Yeah. I, that dude, I'm excited about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we can keep a lot of stuff just kind of in the background for his story and what's going on. So, what happens when he gets to the Shadow Summit? I think he should join the Unbound group. Eventually, though, I think he should introduce himself at least at the at the bare minimum. At well, first. the whole point is him trying to get to Tatiana, and she's going to be off doing the dragon and recruiting all her Fey people. So I think he's gonna he's gonna join up last. He's gonna show up at the Shadow Summit and say, "Hey guys, da 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 da, I made it through, and I got and I got you know I got back safe. Um, you know what's going on? You know I just got lucky. <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> I'm yeah. dying, but I got very lucky. <laughs> but either way, he he can make it to the Shadow Summit and uh, and 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 infiltrate the group because his his thing isn't to get at the group. He wants to kill Tatiana. Yeah. Now, now the Unbound are trying to get to Tatiana as well, correct? Wait, wait. The Unbound, yes, they're trying to get, they're trying to meet up with Tatiana. She's gonna have uh, some kind of, I don't know, she's gonna have some, somewhere for them to wait in the Shadow Summit. Like they're gonna get in there and they're gonna, and then she's gonna have somebody there pre uh, set up there, saying, okay, hey, you guys wait over here and da 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 da, or whatever. And at this point, this is where Giorgio is gonna get caught up with the uh, cockatrix. Um, this is where Aurora is going to have her storyline where she gets chased out by the uh, psychic vampire. And, uh, and this is where, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jailbone's going to show up all of a sudden just out of the, out of the night. And, and like you said, he could infiltrate the unbound. Yeah. And act as one of them. Exactly. But then he once was. they meet up with Tatiana... He can say, by the way, this is this is you know Oberon told me to tell you this da 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 because Tatiana hired him in the first. She brought him along, yeah, in the first place. Okay, so maybe the rest of the group thinks, oh, you know, he's okay. Um, but but really, uh, he isn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. And he, that's gonna be awesome. He could show up at the uh, Shadow Summit, and he's gonna be he's gonna be on the trail of uh, Hoyler and Stompy and them. And I think that's gonna be freaking cool, huh? No, that is going to be freaking cool. Um, let's see here. 
Bro, that's amazing. That well, all came from you, dude, and your cool idea. Well, we you helped me elaborate on it too, so Well that's my job. That's that's that's, I what, know I, your that's job, what I do but, with this. You know. Um okay, <clears throat> so do you think do you think this guy should just completely all out attack Tatiana as soon as uh she gets near him? No. Okay. No, 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 no. So maybe I, he's going to wait think, for an opportune time then. I think because uh, 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 Oberon wants her dead, right? Yeah. Maybe he volunteers to trail along with her when she goes to meet up with the dragon or with uh, the uh, the fae. No, because he's going to show up way after. And she's well, maybe he tags along with her to see what's going on. Well, he's going to show up. She's not even going to be there because she's doing that already before they get there. Because she just flew directly there. Um, So his his deal is he's going to have to find a way to get alone with Tatiana, which is going to be crazy. Um... (laughs) You know, I had an idea, though. What's that? He realizes that there's more to just killing her. Okay. So instead of killing her right away, he gets on her good side and oh, gets you more think information. He's gonna try and like suck up to her. Yeah, that way he gets more information to bring back, so he can get the 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 cure for his disease. Or better yet, he tries to. He knows he can't get at her because if he tried to do that with her, she'd kill him, yeah. or or whatever. So she. So you're right. He's got to ingratiate herself. By doing what he does best, and he protects her by killing somebody, or something happens in that direction. Maybe I don't know. That, yeah. Then he can become like a personal bodyguard. I'll take care of you. Da 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 da. He gets on her good side. Yeah. Like, he gets on her real good side, and then brings back more information instead of, oh, I I killed Tatiana. That's it. Well, there's not there's not much as far as information goes for Oberon. He, he doesn't really care. He just wants. Tatiana and that threat gone um, yeah. and I, I don't think there's as far as information wise there's not much he's going to be able to bring back eh, maybe he could but I, I doubt it he knows that what they're doing um, he might not know the, the straight particulars but he knows what's coming what's going to happen well I'm not saying you know stay with him stay with Tatiana for like 10 years or anything like that I'm, I'm saying don't kill her right away I'm oh, saying maybe he reports back to him or something yeah because like, he can't like get at her right away in a sense Okay, or or a messenger. So maybe maybe he meets someone in the maybe beforehand. Um, Oberon says, "Hey, this will be your contact inside the shadow demarcation. Uh, if if you can't do it right away, pass along information to him and let us know what's going on." Communication, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's a, that's a good idea because that'll 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 create some some subplot and what's going on too. I think that'd be interesting. It'll help add to this. That's what subplot is, right? Adding yeah. to the story. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there was something uh, you were saying earlier that was interesting. Um, Althea, the blood healer, okay. the phlebotomist. Okay, yeah, yeah. You were talking about... Oh, Dead Man Wonderland. Dead Man Wonderland. Okay, so Dead Man Wonderland is a um, is anime. a anime. Yeah. Okay, and uh, these people are able to um, cut themselves and use their blood as weapons. Oh, well, that's cool. straight up brawling 
you can either use them as a shield, you can use them as a as a weapon, you can use them as a stabbing tool. I mean, literally, there's a cop at the beginning. This this guy doesn't. This kid doesn't know he's he's got this blood type that he can uh, form certain things. Yeah. Okay. And one of the cops, he 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 him he himself is a cop, but his his partner's a cop as well too. But his partner is also able to form his blood. Oh. And a huge scythe right out of his arms. Like that's kind of freaky. Like eight foot size right out of his arms. Uh, yeah. Uh, over a little bit of blood. But the the uh, flaw was that if you use too much blood, you you pretty much well, you almost out. kill yourself. Yeah. You know. But he found out about a certain place where. There's more of these people with this blood type that that um, are more advanced or not as advanced. Yeah, but you were talking about how they how do they activate their abilities though? By cutting their blood. Um, they, a lot of them have a uh, bracelet. Yeah. That that uh, they turn and it has a little razor blade on the inside, and it slits oh. the top of their top of their wrist, not the bottom of the wrist, because you know that'll yeah. kill you. So it slits the top of the wrist. And lets out blood as a as a speed uh, as a way of, to get as a yeah gotcha okay that's and a good the, idea and then the blood hardens though when it's when it's done forming yeah and then well, it breaks it off weapons and seals or whatever. the wound gotcha so what can we do that because you were talking about doing something like that in their direction with Althea yeah because she's uh, uh, I didn't quite get the whole. Uh, uh, I know about the period blood and, you know, coming out with a hammer, no, coming uh, out of JJ no, no, and yeah. everything. That was, that was, that was not, yes, but no. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys went there and I was just recalling on stuff, but, um, Trippy's going to, Trippy is going to see what she can do and Trippy is going to make her a ring with a razor blade on the bottom so she can cut herself whenever she wants. Okay, and Trippy is the psychedelic frog with poison skin. Yes, because it's kind of like it's. I mean, it's not the same, but it's kind of along the same lines. Um, and she understands, and she kind of gets it. Oh, it's it's her body. She's got to use her body in a certain way to do this. And she goes, "Oh, it's kind of like a girl bonding thing." Because Trippy's going to be a girl frog, I okay. think. Now, now explain to me in detail what her ability is. What what can she Al- physically Althea? do? I'll say it, yes. Okay, so she's a phlebotomist. Um, I think what's going to happen is she got exposed to, like, AIDS blood or something while she was uh, uh, doing tests on vials, and she kind of freaked out, and her blood fixed it and uh, rapidly healed her wound and did some other stuff so she wasn't affected by it. So she found out she can kind of control her blood, and if she bleeds onto somebody else, um, she can she can actually make the blood come out, surround, and go around the other person's wound, and have it. It's not gonna it's not gonna heal itself, like knit itself together, but it will um, blood stuff. So it'll it'll coagulate faster and close the wound faster. If they've got uh, a poison in there, she can she can uh, pull the poison out via the blood. You know, it'll 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 push it out through the skin. Or maybe if just, if the person has a disease that's blood bound, um, she can go ahead and, and and destroy it. So like AIDS or or whatever, or a cold, she can she can burn it out of that person's system using blood and targeting it. 
Okay, so basically her blood is a healing agent in a sense. Yes, exactly. And so she but in order to get her blood out onto somebody else to cure them or do what she does, she has to cut herself. Okay. She has to well, prick herself because she was a phlebotomist. Okay. Um but I like the idea of this ring this because of the, the bracelet idea that you had. I think that's freaking awesome because now and, – and Trippy giving it to her, I think – because they're going to have a moment inside the Coliseum where Trippy and Althea are, are basically talking over um, uh, Vernon's body because Vernon's going to be tripping out because he got hit by something beforehand and uh, Althea is going to have to heal. And that's why they um, – other stuff's going to happen. So anyways, I think Trippy's going to bond with Althea and they're going to – and she's going to give her that ring. It's going to be like a – like a little razor blade on the outside ring to cut herself when she needs to. I mean, so what my, my thoughts on that would be to have a, um, she's by herself, correct? Is she single? Trippy? No, no, Athea. Yeah. Okay. Athea's, um, yeah, a ring, but, um, dude, we can make it something cool. It's like a a certain lever. On the inside, because you don't want her walking around with something that she can actually accidentally activate and cut herself somewhere and oh, dude, on accident, you know? Dude, 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 that's what we can do. Okay, because Trippy likes to rub her – she's got two daggers, and she rubs it on her skin to get that stuff on there, right? Yeah. So maybe she has a ring. It's like a little talon or something of another animal that's 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 fitted onto this ring, so she can actually rub the ring so it's, like, sharp. And she uses it usually to to just to prick people and get that stuff in there as like a secondary like type of weapon that people don't think about. Oh, it's just a ring, but really it's got like a little blade on it, or like a talon, or something that cuts, like a tooth that's sticking out the top of it. And she coats it, and she realizes that yeah. that Althea well, could use is... this ring because I, I think it would be cool as hell that she it doesn't have to be a razor blade or some activated thing just a sharp ring it can it can hurt maybe maybe i'll feel use it as a as a weapon later well i mean she could also make a fist yeah and, and punch her hand yeah and maybe maybe if she can use maybe she'll figure out a way to, to use her blood offensively to you know uh, to, to hurt somebody you know maybe it, she makes it so they can't coagulate or something i don't know but either way uh that's that's a that's a freaking fantastic idea and i think that's cool that using a using a that ring is a kind of uh, uh, offensive or also as a way to to activate her ability because we didn't we had no way to really do that and, and I think Trippy giving it to her would be kind of cool Bastion that's awesome. Okay, well another thing I I had in mind is instead of a ring it could be a bracelet. Yeah, yeah. But it could also be a defensive defensive and offensive weapon. Oh, like some kind of like. Uh... What are those things called? Like well, a bracer or something? The blade. You know how... Um, do you remember Blade Trinity? Yeah, I think so. Okay, do you remember when they were in the subway, the vampires were attacking, uh, Whistler's daughter, blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Okay. And she and she pulled out this knife that came right out of her hand. Okay. Right? And, and he, she... I was thinking along something along the lines of that, but as a bracelet form, it's it's snug around her wrist. But when it turns into a blade, it tightens, and a blade pops out the bottom of it. That way, she can use it as a defensive weapon, or she can use it on the side of her finger. Yeah, to, to cut uh, and, and get the blood activated. But also act as a defense 
knife as well. Yeah, at least have something on hand to do something with. Yeah, and have two of them just in case. I, I like the idea a lot. I think it would be pretty cool, actually. One on each wrist. Um, the blade would go out like four inches past her, her actual hand, her fingers. Yeah. That way she has some sort of range. So maybe uh, Trippy and her really become good friends, and Trippy gives her these pair of bracers that have those knives in them. Yeah. So that she always has something on hand. And they're just little little tiny knives. They're not nothing like too big of a threat, but it is still something more than nothing. And I like the idea of Trippy and her kind of bonding and, and doing that. I think it's pretty cool. I do too, because they both have things to offer each other, though, too. Well, they, they have similarities she could use in their her abilities. poison, too. Exactly. And they're both could... they're, yeah, very similar in their abilities. Yeah. Okay, so on this episode, Sebastian and I discovered uh, Jailbone, a, uh, an unbound mercenary who gets uh, picked up by Oberon and sent off to assassinate Tatiana. We discovered that the Fae uh, that were once a raven army have migrated to a small island on the coast of Italy and are living there. Um, and uh, and producing possibly producing fairy berry wine. Who knows? We don't know yet. Uh, we've uh, what else have we discovered? Oh, that Trippy and Althea have a uh, get a a really neat friendship going on. And uh, and and I think that's about it. I think that's Sebastian. You did an excellent job today. I'm super excited. Thank you, bro. This is Sebastian Sutton. I'm giving a shout out to my family, my brother, my sister, and I had fun. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. You did some awesome stuff. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, please subscribe. Check out our website at feyrealms.com where you can find updates, artwork, and current progress on the graphic novel. If you want to contribute ideas to our story, click the link at the bottom of the page and email us. If your ideas are chosen, they will be featured and you will be credited on the show. Thanks.